Why do some mergers and acquisitions succeed while others fail? It comes down to the culture defined and driven by the leaders and the top talent throughout the business. Today, I'm going to unpack what you can do from a leadership perspective to ensure any M&A activity you're involved in succeeds. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Despite the amount of due diligence, M&A can sometimes feel like a coin flip. You might acquire a company, a brand, a technology, or some IP that catapults your company to new heights, or you might get a lemon. (laughs) Here's the truth. Combining two companies disrupts everything from people, technology, and process. You want people who are up for the challenge. Here's some advice. Give key people a reason to stay. Start by leading beyond retention bonuses. Retention bonuses are nice, but they're a short-term band-aid. Throwing money at the best people you've acquired doesn't ensure they stay. It doesn't ensure they're engaged. It doesn't ensure they're willing to support the new focus of the combined entity. Money is nice, don't get me wrong, but it's not the only thing top talent wants. Talented and engaged people need assurance that the new company they're joining has a solid growth strategy. The executive leaders communicate effectively. They have a transparent plan and are passionate about wanting to separate themselves from other status quo companies. And they're willing to invest in them, their careers, the team around them, the infrastructure to support the growing business. Bottom line, they want a reason to stay. Second, create a special culture. Merging two cultures is a real challenge. The success or failure of any merger or acquisition comes down to the culture defined and driven by the leaders and the top people. Avoid the either or scenario. It doesn't have to be one way or another. Choose instead to build a culture of both and. Leverage the best of what both companies do and value. Evolve where required and protect the areas that are unique and important to both entities. Third, Establish a renewed focus on leadership development. Managing through an acquisition provides a wealth of leadership learning opportunities. Transformational change of any kind pushes many leaders outside their comfort zone. Teach your top talent to become comfortable being uncomfortable. Visibility and exposure are valued. Provide emerging leaders with the skills to embrace change and navigate complex situations. Mergers and acquisitions are an excellent opportunity to give the combined new team the freedom to experiment. Give them the freedom to create more effective processes, enhance new ways of working, and innovate new solutions that will catapult growth. A recent uh, Ernst & Young report said something about like 47% of critical employees leave a company within a year of a transaction, and that 70% leave within the first three years. That's a lot. It doesn't have to be that way. The companies I work with 
have an extremely high retention rate when it comes to M&A activity. Why? Because they equip their leaders to make better people decisions. They help them build a culture that others feel connected to. And they invest in their team, so they invest back in them and their company. I've tracked all the companies I've worked with over the years who have uh, gone through M&A. We have like a 92% retention rate post-acquisition for leaders who have gone through my leadership program. Why is that so high? Because the leaders in the program told me that they felt their input mattered. The new culture was something uniquely special. And the executive leadership team invested in them and their development. They had a reason to stay. Your job is to give your team a reason to stay. If you want to explore how you can do that in your business, go to clevelfreedom.com and I will share with you how to retain and transform your leaders into growth champions so they free up your time to do what you love most, grow in the business. If you're not at that stage yet, I would like to buy you a copy of my book, Freedom to Experiment, how to ignite a new level of energy, focus, and momentum in yourself and your team. Follow the link in the description and I'll personally sign a copy for you. If you want to get out of the weeds, you need to do more than just hire the right people. You need to get the right people to do the right things. The truth is this, you are only as good as the leaders you surround yourself with. You need your leaders to think like leaders and you need to invest in them before someone else does. Those are just the cold hard facts. And if you ignore these, I promise it'll cost you. I invite you to visit clevelfreedom.com or follow the link in the description and I'll show you how to transform your mid-level leaders into growth champions so they free up your time to focus on doing what you love, growing the business. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week and I'll talk to you in the next episode.